While we're getting ready, can I ask, can you show of hands, how many people this is your first time at Best and Worst Manga? Oh, wow. 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 Newcomers, wow. Holy hell. How many of the lifers who've been coming here every year we've been doing it? All right. Like eight years or so.
Oh, that's me. Okay, so imagine a world in which we're in outer space, but there are still people doing the equivalent of YouTube video hits and going around trying to find the best possible things. So the lovely young lady there with the gentleman finds him. He's been marooned on a planet of nothing but robots, doesn't really understand humanity, and also has some superpowers based on the technology from where he comes from on the planet of robots, and they immediately get into misadventures and rival video folks, and it's just a lot of silly fun and some really cool illustrations, and uh, I enjoyed it quite a bit. It was one that I had no idea about going into and just came out of it loving it, and that's my time. Did you read? Um, did you read Fairy Tale, or did you come into this work without having read it? Completely blind. Wow. <laughs> oh, B stars. This is me, right? I thought you. Oh, okay. Um, imagine if Zootopia was really fucked up. Yeah. 
Her artwork is really exquisite. It's very detailed, and her world building is amazing. It's about a little girl who discovers the world of magic, um, and she becomes an apprentice under, um, I guess, a wizard, um, who is kind of young and kind of cute. But she's also with a bunch of other girls who are very competitive with her. Um, you'll find that the artwork is, is, is just beautifully detailed. It's wonderfully accessible. The world building is incredibly intense, and you'll just want to read more and more and more. It's one of those books that um, I think you can cheerfully give to anyone at any age and read to it. I just want to co-sign that Art on this is, um, this is the prettiest book being published in English right now, and it helps that it's actually really good, too. Uh, really, really gorgeous artwork. If you're a fan of, like, old-school, like, 90s, Oatsmono-type manga, it's like, like real detail. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. I can't mention if you love Harry Potter, this is your next best set. <laughs> All right. So this is me. This is Samurai 8, The Tale of Hachimaru. So... This will either make people really excited or kind of like meh, but the creator of this is Masashi Kishimoto, who created Naruto. This is his next big kind of foray into shonen. So basically, this is kind of like a sci-fi project that he always wanted. It is so cool. There's like samurai cats, and the main character is Hachimaru, as you can tell by the title. I just love this kid so much. You see a part of shonen that isn't expressed much. He is a kid who's always been very sick, very feeble, he's always needed medical assistance, he never thought, you know, as somebody who needed accommodations because of his disability, he'd be able to do anything, but he learns that, you know, there are things outside of his physicality that makes him special, and he's able to go on super awesome adventures with, like, samurai ninja assassins to open Pandora Box, which is a difference, because normally you want to keep Pandora's Box closed, but this time they want it to be open, so it's really, it's really great, and if you liked Naruto, this is actually pretty different, so I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. Read it! <laughs> All right, that? Oh, oh right. I forgot we were doing this. Um, Bridget's not here, uh, unfortunately. Bridget was supposed to, Alberson is an amazing author um, who was supposed to do uh, this panel with us, but she had to miss San Diego Conference this year, so they gave me one of her picks. Uh, and I decided I would do it in Best in Kids. So this is one that was my uh, most anticipated book last year, and it's actually, when I started it, is the first book I brought in to Viz. I was really happy about it. Um, the first volume, first two volumes have come out. It is about a kid um, on the left who's a little washed out, but uh, who moves to uh, the big city, and the kid on the right, and rumors that he's a gay kid, and so everyone like, stays away from him. And uh, it's about the kid on the left learning to um, understand uh, and appreciate what being queer is. He's never considered it, but he's also never considered girls either. He's 17. And it makes him discover a lot of stuff about himself. Um, it's a really gentle, really sweet book that um, has elements that make people uncomfortable, <laughs> which are good. And it's written by a gay author, too. So if you get a chance to check it out, um, I'm really proud of it. And uh, the third and final volume is coming in October. Thank you. Now we're on to the best new manga for grown-ups. Ready, set? Go. Oh, all right, listen to me. Oh, in your savage season. Um, have you ever been through puberty? <laughs> this will speak to you. Uh, this is written by Mario Prada, who, um, uh, you know, I don't know if y'all saw Machia, uh, or Gundam Iron Blooded Orphans, or The Kids Niger, or any of the other stuff that she's ever written. Um, this is her manga, and it is about a group of girls who are absolutely blowing their own heads apart over wanting to have sex at some point. And the entire thing is, like, you will hurt 
so bad for you. It's like, oh, like, have you ever felt this way before? Like, not understanding how you're supposed to feel about love or even what sex is? Like, I've never seen it articulated quite this way. And Mario Kata nailed it. And it is the rawest, realest, most brutal thing. Like, you're going to hurt reading this one. It's so good. All right, I'm done. It's <laughs>
Jesus Rise. Okay, so I just want to say that there have been a ton of amazing artists who have adapted Lovecraft stories and turned them into things that are far better than the original prose stories. And of all those, I really think that Galtanabe does some things that I've never seen before with his adaptations. His drawings of the time period, his level of detail, his ability to capture the horror of the story while um, making the pace a little bit faster um, is incredibly impressive to me. And I said last year that I was super hoping that Dark Horse was going to bring out more of his adaptations, and lo and behold, they have. So clearly someone was a mole in the Dark Horse organization in the panel last year, so yay! But anyway, if you like horror stuff, definitely check this out. That's fine. Now we're back to the continuing series. Uh, for manga and for kids and teens. The, quali- the criteria for this one is it had to have at least one volume published in the last year. Alright, first one. This is Christmas. Am I correct? Come on. The best series is TV. Like, what do we want? Dude! <laughs> Whatever. We didn't say it, you guys can buy it. Um, it's like the easiest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, real little bar on that one. Spinoffs and stuff now too. Um, this is a, this is one that we um, sped up at Viz uh, because we wanted to catch up to the anime and get ahead of the anime. So I will leave with I will leave you with that idea that uh, this actually is ahead of the anime now. You can not only read it free every week on the, the Jump app, but you can actually get the manga and have it in your house and not quit like all the anime people to to find out all the shocking revelations. Uh, shocking revelations. Um, and uh, oh, and the Yonkama, the four comic, comic comics are out. I don't know what they actually call that. I Smash. Those are great. Uh, the novels are a lot of fun. Like whatever, just live your MHA best life. Uh, it's all out there now. <laughs> all right, next one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next one. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Seven. based on this. Anyways, that's getting too deep into it. Basically, it's fun. There's a lot of explosions and fights. 
Um, and they're trying to find this thing called Radiant, which is where all the nemeses come from and stuff. It's just like a super funny goofball character. So it's a great shonen. Um, and Tony Valenti is actually a French creator. Uh, he is from France, and that is um, kind of a super interesting thing that he has been able to find such a successful fan base and um, in Japan and internationally. And you should read this series. It is time to say goodbye to a very old friend. No, now we're sad. <laughs> so I don't know that this was absolutely the best continuing series I read, but since this is the last year that I can put it on this panel, I wanted to make sure that I got a chance to recognize what was a seminal comic for me. I absolutely love the way the premise works. I'm totally into Monster of the Week style stories with really big, bold fight scenes and just being absolutely outrageous and not worrying about proportions, not worrying about doing things, you know, technically. So the gentleman who was often imitated, but never exactly done the way that he does it. So this is my tribute to one of my old favorites and may people continue to enjoy it year after year, long after it's done. All right, this one's mine. <laughs> if you know me, you know I love sports oh. Um, Ace of Diamond is not the best sports manga I've ever read, sorry, how do you? But I decided to give love to some, another one that I feel more people should be reading. It is a baseball manga about this guy, um, Sawamura, who is kind of a, he's kind of a weirdo. He's kind of super enthusiastic and everything's a bit of a dork, but he can pitch like a, like a, like a prodigy. But the nice thing about it is he's not perfect. He has self-doubts, he has problems, and he has a, I guess a mentor-like relationship with the catcher who has the glasses, who's always super cool. So there's lots here, okay? There's lots of deep, there's lots of deep baseball action. There's lots of drama. There's lots of guys. One for every flavor. You'll <laughs> 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 find the guy that you'll fall in love with. That's, at least that's the idea. Anyway, go read Ace of Diamond. Buy lots of it because it's only available on digital now. You, if you have a Comicsology subscription, you can read everything. And if you read it all and read lots of it, Kodachi will publish more. So get, go to it. All right, next one. Because we had lots of voice. Yes. So I'm going again, as I sit here as a girl talking about how much I love shoujo. Uh, so this is Aoharu Ride, which in English is Blue Spring Ride, which was an anime. So people might be most familiar from it from there, and I just need more of the anime. But that's not what I'm here to talk to you about. So basically, this series tells the story of Futapa... Uh, Futaba Yoshioka, who is a 17-year-old high school student, and so she's like super gorgeous and super pretty, and I'm super jealous of her. But like, she's been so conditioned by like all of her jealous peers and classmates that she acts like hilariously brash and super manly and like just overly disgusting to anybody of any gender identity. And so it's just a very interesting documentation of how like society plays into that. But it's also a love story that's super freaking cute because she finds this, um, you know, this. Boy whose name is uh, Kotanaka that she you know met when she was a kid and then they got separated and he has gone through some real hard ish I would swear but this is a age restricted panel as we've heard um, he's just really cute and the manga has done well so continuing their story so. read it now we're back to now we're to the continuing series manga for grown ups this is the fastest it's ever gone yeah we're gonna have time at the end to give out books woohoo <laughs> <laughs> we're trying Alright, this is Chris's one, Golden Movie. Uh, I hope you all go read Golden Movie, uh, even 
continues to be just my favorite mix of everything. I love cooking manga and, and recipe manga, so things like uh, What Did You Eat Yesterday from Vertical are one of my favorites. This has that. I really love great seinen action series, both classic and contemporary, uh, you know, from hyper-violent kind of stuff like you might find in Berserk, uh, all the way up to, you know, cartoonier violence. This has that, too. This also, I learn stuff every volume. It's crazy. There's it's, it's weird to say, but this is one of the only indigenous, native, um, um, forward manga on the entire market. It's about the settlers of uh, Hokkaido, or the people being settled in Hokkaido, and I knew, but, uh, yeah, I learned so much history and culture with every volume. There's nothing else like this being published in the world uh, right now. We're lucky to have it in English, and I hope you guys all enjoy it. Alright, next one. This is Ross. City. Oh, City. So... <laughs> My pick and having trouble describing it. So this is one of those slice of life stories that is just absurd, and I love these kinds of stories, and they seem to pop up more in in manga than they do elsewhere. But basically, it's about mostly these really quirky people who run businesses in a block, and this young girl who absolutely runs out of money all the time and is constantly conning her very serious friend out of money and then claiming she's never going to pay her back and it just becomes a running gag. Um, she ends up working for the son of her landlady who hates her and tries to sell all her stuff in a yard sale. And it, just, it just gets crazier from there. And so if you just like really silly, makes no sense stories, this one's for you. Oh my god, guys, I love Chihaya Hooter. Please love it, please love it. Okay, so, this series is a Josai series, and it's by uh, Yuki Susugu, and I am just in love with this series. Literally, anyone talks about Chihaya Hooter, I will break into tears. It is basically uh, the story of a girl named Chihaya Hayasi, who is, you know, a girl who's been so dedicated to her older sister's career, she never found, like, a goal for herself. Um, you know, she's super beautiful, and she has all this potential, but she never knew what to focus it on until she made friends, and so she met Teichi and Arata, and she met the game Karuta, which is a traditional card game um, in Japan and she decides that her goal in life is to become the best um, player of this or female player of this in Japan. It's a super interesting twist on sports stories. It goes so deep into character. It's so beautiful and if you don't come away from this just wanting to like protect Chihaya because she is a beautiful cinnamon roll who loves playing card games then like reread it again until you get that point. Mitsuro Kubo, uh, she's the, a character designer for Yuri on Ice. Um, it's kind of a time travel, uh, kind of a time travel manga. Um, the guy with the yellow hair, he basically graduates from high school, have no, has no friends, feels like it was all a big waste, and then he wakes up one day and he's back in sophomore year. He gets to relive his high school years with all the knowledge of what, of his semi-grown-up self. He, makes a lot of changes, he makes different friends, he joins the cheerleading squad, and, but there's all kinds of really quirky twists that come up, that come about, and they go back and forth in time, and you know, the, the typical manga thing where they fall down the stairs and they go back in time, and it's just kind of wacky. I, I thought this was really going to be like a two-volume joke, but it just keeps going and going and gets weirder and weirder, and it's, it's delightful. I enjoy it a bunch, especially as someone who really don't, doesn't want it ever to go back to high school. <laughs> Next one. 
to your eternity. Oh, right. Okay. So, uh, you all ever read a sign language? Yeah. You ever watch that movie, a sign language? This is written by the same, uh, uh, frankly, genius who wrote a sign language. And uh, I, I don't, like, I don't see a lot of discourse about it, but I, I'm pretty sure that what she's trying to do is um, tell the entire experience of what it's like to live on planet Earth through these characters, through an alien who, an alien species that comes to Earth and um, starts to adapt, like, starts out as like, okay, well, I'm not sure who I'm experiencing here, but I'm going to start as a wolf, and then I'm going to get stronger, and then I'm going to take over a boy, and then, God, it just gets so weird from there. Um, this, this is one of the most challenging manga that I've ever read. I'm stuck with it. Uh, through every volume. I keep wanting to know where it's going to go. All right, read it. <laughs> <laughs> right, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. Uh, <laughs>
one, three, and four. Two. The two must be somewhere in the bowels of my house, and I couldn't be bothered to find it. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys all have to arm wrestle, rush up here, and get it at the end of the, at the, end of the panel, and tell me, Deb, you're full of shit. This is the best manga ever. <laughs> I, but it, I doubt it. <laughs> Next one. Oh. Square Enix books, which is a new manga imprint. 
will be one of the first titles up. Please look forward to it. Oh, did I have to pick this one in the end? Yeah. Oh, okay, great. Um, I, I picked a lot of Duke books, and I apologize. Um, this is Metamorphos, Metamorphos not in God. Did they just so Metamorphos in English, I think, so he said the title was. Um, this is about uh, a woman who's at the end of her life. There's not a lot of manga about um, older people. Um, there just isn't. Uh, it's all teens, uh, read about teens and 20-somethings. And this is a woman who's looking back on her life and realizing she was very shy. She didn't try any things. And um, she happens across a B.O. manga. She's never even heard of it before. And she, she starts reading. And it's like a sweet B.O., don't worry. Um, and she's like, oh, really? Oh, this love story is so pure and so nice. She has no idea this exists. And she goes to the bookstore and she's like, I read something like this. And everyone in the bookstore is like, Oh my god, grandma's asking for BL. Like, <laughs> Except for this young lady here, who's like a closet Fujoshi, who after like the whole store is like the sections over there don't talk to us, goes to the fun center section, and they start this like really nice friendship based on sharing. <laughs> it's really good. Um, you will be pleased if you read Japanese, you can have my copy of BL. Oh, oh, yeah, that's yeah, really good. So if you come up, rush up here and say, I speak, I read Japanese, come get it. This is uh, Megan's Downfall. Yes. So I picked Downfall, the series is by Asana Ino. And to be honest, I'm not totally completely sure about everything of this story. I've tried to keep away from it. I've heard great things about it. Basically, the story focuses on, you know, a manga artist who's kind of like isolated from the world. You know, he's really focused on his craft, but he's also just really feel like he's been dried up. He's been used up by the industry. He's been used up by the people around him. He's been used up by society. And so this is a little bit of a darker pick. It's not funny. I don't know if there's any Fujiyoshi in it, but like, hold up if there is. Um, I'm just really interested to see like the commentary this will have on like burnout because I know being able to see parts of society reflected in manga is something that I treasure so deeply as a reader. And burnout is real, y'all. <laughs> and I think this manga is going to be something that speaks to that. This is uh, straight up great, um, but it's really complicated. Uh, and it's, uh, it came out in between the uh, higher uh, hiatus of Dead Dead Demons before he started working on Dead Dead Demons again. So uh, it's very, very dark, but he's in a much better place now. Positives. This is Rookie, this is Zaxpin. This is mine. Um, Deb asked me, like, hey, what's your most anticipated new manga? And I was like, I don't know. So I started scrolling through it, like, well, what's coming out? This is coming out. Um, uh, I don't know if you've noticed a, uh, a maybe a pattern in some of my picks here, but um, this seems like a really fun, really good uh, gay love story between two badasses who uh, go on a road trip, and um, it seems really good. It was kickstarted, I think, originally. Um, I don't really know the full story behind it, but it's being published by Seven Seas, and he's doing some of my favorite work in the industry right now. Uh, I can't wait to read this. I noticed you can't read it online anymore, like they took it offline, but um, in terms of like, well, we're going to try to publish some queer manga for queer folks, this seems really good. And if you take ethnicity out of the term manga, there you go. Like, This is a bonus tip. This is the Poe Clan by Mokohagia. Mokohagia is a legend in shoujo manga and I guess an early book. Boyzone manga. Poe Clan is about a family of vampires. Uh, it is 
it kind of, it's kind of like before, if you've read Interview of a Vampire, there's a character that is very young, but is very old. That the person who's turned into a vampire at a very young age and will never age. Um, so this, the Pope plan is like that, it's Pope, but it was written, I think, in like the early 70s, mid, early, mid 70s, before I think the Interview of a Vampire came out. It's beautifully written, beautifully drawn, and very dramatic. Halfway through, I mean, what I liked about reading this book is that um, kind of like when you read Attack of Titan, you don't even fall in love with a character, uh, but the author has no problem killing them off. It's very deep, and if you're, I haven't been downstairs, but I bet it is downstairs. At they don't have it? I have.
space epic from the 70s that you will probably get into pretty easily, like it's not inaccessible. You can just look through it. 17 does a great job with these. Uh, gorgeous art. Absolutely perfect storytelling. There's a reason it's legendary, and it's not that hard to find out why, so just pick it up and read. Oh, this is me. Uh, this was already released, and it didn't do very well, but then Junjigo got really popular, so now we're hoping this one does really well. This is the guy that Junjigo wanted to be when he was growing up, and it's going to come out. It's the most bizarre manga, or manga ever released in English. Drifting classroom, don't miss it. I'm going to co-sign that, because I had to, like, eBay copies. <laughs> That's yours? Oh, yes. So this one just really took me by surprise. There's these like two worlds, and one of them is kind of more human side, and one is kind of demonish, and they keep drawing people from either side. And the girl in the picture there may be a key, but she's being raised by the demon side, and it's just so beautiful. It's a slow paced story, but it's worth your time and investment, and it's really pretty, guys. You better not get married in yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is mine, it's Elena. Um, mm. Memories of Elena by Kenji Tsuruda and Shinji Kaido. It's a sci-fi story. Um, Kenji Tsuruda did uh, Spirit of Wonder many years ago. It's uh, basically Elena spelled backwards is no name. So said in the 60s, this man meets, this young man meets a woman on a ferry and she starts telling him about her secrets and she's not who she seems. Uh, it's beautiful. It's actually a, a several volume series, but you can read just that one volume and it just sweeps you away. It's beautiful. Check it out. <laughs> and that is it. This is the rest of the manga that you can.